0: you are now listening to the fastest growing faith-based podcast that empowers inspires and motivates your walk with christ ladies don't you know you are fearfully and wonderfully made you are far more precious than rubies you are destiny shakers fellas you are strong visionaries and mighty kingdom builders Together, we are Virtue with Vision, the podcast. We discuss relationships, goals, life, and a whole lot of Jesus. Always remember, you deserve God's best because you are God's best. Let's tune in to this week's
1: episode.
0: Welcome to Virtue with Vision the Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Lee Vance, here to remind you that you deserve God's best because you are God's best. Hey guys, I'm super excited to hop into the series because this is something that we don't really talk about in the Black community and we don't like to mix Jesus and therapy. I don't ever remember growing up where it was like if we're going through something, if we have a heartbreak or you know, something has been detrimental to us or traumatizing to us to where we sought therapy. It was more like pray, Ask Jesus and he will heal you. And that's not always the answer. So um, I am so excited because there is someone that is so near and dear to my heart that is going to join us this evening. But before we hop in with our special guest, I want to tell you guys about Pods and Excellence. OMG, it is open for enrollment. And I must tell you, the students that I just that just graduated from Pods and Excellence, man, they're about to launch their podcast. I can't wait to show you guys their intros. They sound so amazing. So if you're wondering how to start a podcast, how you can get yourself out there, you're wondering how you can utilize the power in your voice, I encourage you to go to www.pawsandexcellence.com to get started. So here is our sponsored content
1: have an idea for a podcast but haven't put it into action? Are you new to podcasting and are overwhelmed with all the information out there? Pods in Excellence is your one-stop shop for all of your podcasting needs. If you're just in the idea stage or struggling to decide what equipment to use to get started, Pods in Excellence is for you. Pods in Excellence is designed to help podcasters cultivate their podcast production, help secure high-profile guests on their show, and how to get in front of the right audience so you can grow exponentially. You need Pods in Excellence if you are struggling with growing your audience, having a hard time monetizing, running out of things to talk about, and just flat out lost with how podcasting works. Then Pods in Excellence is for you. Join Pods in Excellence today and take your podcast to the next level. Go to maryleevance.com to get started today. Welcome back to
0: Virtue with Vision, the podcast. I'm your host, Mary Lee Vance, here to remind you that you deserve God's best because you are God's best. I have my fabulous, most beautiful aunt ever, Stephanie, Prince. if you can say hi to everyone.
2: Hello, everyone.
0: Thank you so much for joining. If you can, thank tell Thank you us for you having us.
2: me. Thank you for having me. Super hi. proud of you.
0: Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. This is a spa- special moment. She said you know. <laughs> If you can't tell me what you do and who you are.
2: So my name is Stephanie Prince. I am a licensed clinical social worker which allows me in the state of California to do therapy, probably in um in other states as well, but I'm licensed in California and I do um, have a private practice. I work full-time for a hospice here in my town. I've done that for the past 13 years and I have started my own practice and I've been doing this now for almost two and a half years.
0: Wow, so around when the pandemic happened, correct?
2: You know what, I was blessed with starting a business in the beginning of a pandemic.
0: Wow,
2: uh, see, yep. that's that's Jesus right there. Mm-hmm. It was, oh. I, I moved in in January and had no idea about a pandemic, and by March we were full on, and I'm still. It's been a, it's been a blessing. It's been amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: That is so amazing. So I know that in our community, the Black community, Black people as a whole, we're not too fond of this word therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that it's for people that don't look like us, mm-hmm. um, and we do not get so involved in actually taking on the tools or the people that God has placed here to help us like you all Mm -hmm. to help us get through tough situations. Mm -hmm. Like I said, in the beginning, we've been told that we have to rely on the Holy spirit. We have to pray, pray it off, pray it through, but sometimes that's not enough. I can go back to, I know for me in the pandemic, in the beginning um, where I had a lot of anxiety um, I had anxiety on my job, like be working on my, like working at my job. I had a lot of anxiety, and I was working mm-hmm. from home. Like it was bad. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "This is not, this mm-hmm. is not even life." So I remember speaking to my personal therapist, and she was able to walk me through some things. So mm-hmm. can you tell me um, why you feel that therapy is important for our community, especially mm-hmm. around mental health?
2: Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a lot of things. So let's start off with first, I feel, I, I feel that in our community, um, and not just our community, for other um, diverse communities that are listening today, uh, a lot of cultures, we, we are taught that what goes on in our house stays in our house. Mm -hmm. right? We don't share that with everybody. Um, So that's, that's one narrative that we kind of go through. Another narrative is that um, maybe when we're growing up or we um, become teens or we become adults, we didn't have people that looked like us that could provide us with therapeutic services. So sometimes we need people that look like us that understand us to make us feel comfortable about this thing called therapy right um so maybe when we went to the um school counselor let's just start there while they're not a therapist maybe that was our our only experience cuz the words in our in in this profession get thrown around a lot like sometimes we think a counselor is a counselor is a counselor um, our pastors are counselors, but they're not mental health professionals. They're our not. school counselors are counselors, but they're not mental health therapists, right? So but when we experience these experiences and they're ne- they may be negative or may come out a different way, we think, oh, I don't want a counselor, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, that that really um, impacts us. And then I think that we also have experiences in our community that we just say, oh, that's just the way it is, or that's how we do. And that's not necessarily right, but it's the only way we know. And then we mm-hmm. do what we do until we do better. To until we do better, right.
0: <laughs> um, it's not healthy. Um, mm-hmm. it, not healthy and then we find ourselves in these p- predicaments and positions where we're just like okay jesus ain't working it's not that mm-hmm. jesus isn't like a real person that's there jesus is like you just need the help <laughs>
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out here that can help you yeah and here's the thing it's like in, but what we we grow up with is that you know um when we go to church there's a lot of things that we um we just don't talk about even in church, you know what I mean? And so we get turned off about those things and then we don't want to come back. And then again, we blame, we blame God for that, Mm
1: -hmm. but
2: you know, there are resources and we just have to find them. And I just feel like we haven't been educated and provided with where we can go to find therapists that we can relate to.
0: Absolutely. So I want to touch on anxiety because a lot of times anxiety feels like you just, it's, it's like bubbled up pressure that you're unable, you don't know what to do with it and it Mm -hmm, overwhelms you. And then you don't know what to do with the overwhelm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm explaining it in a human form, but if you can tell us, um, what anxiety is and steps on how, or practical steps on how we can deal with high pressuring moments or overwhelming moments to mm-hmm. where our anxiety does
2: rise. So many of us have um, experienced anxiety. Um, and I would like to say it's, there's a, there's a I feel like God gives us all these feelings and all this stuff for a reason. Okay. So there are times where we're anxious and it's like a good anxious, like the day I'm getting married, like, oh, I hope everything goes well, da da, da, da da everyone's here and you feel super anxious and then it happens and it's good. Anxiety becomes, de- when it becomes debilitating, where it affects mm-hmm. our ability to function every day is when it looks like anxiety the mental health um disorder. And that what happens is where you're constantly having negative, intrusive thoughts. It could be about, I always explain it to my clients, it's like the what ifs. Like what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this? What if this or shoulda, shoulda. And so we start to spiral. And when we spiral, we go down this rabbit hole, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like we can't we we can't get back into a window of tolerance. So there's things that might trigger our anxiety. Maybe when we were younger, um, our mom yelled all the time, or it scared us when our dad was drinking, or, you know, whatever that looked like. Um, Maybe we were sexually abused. And so going down a dark street makes me really, you know, or going down a dark hallway makes me super anxious. So there's things that trigger our anxiety. Maybe you just, maybe right. it's just something as simple as I got bit by a dog. So now if I hear a dog barking, I get super, super anxious. Right. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that tr- it's they're called triggers. So we get triggered by that. And if we don't have the tools to kind of put us back into a window of tolerance and what a window of tolerance is, is that we're able to kind of just have a tool that regulates us, gets us regulated again, and brings us back into that window so that we can start to function in a way that the anxiety isn't taking over us.
0: Yeah. Is that helpful? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. What, what are some ways or some, uh, at least three ways where people can bring back into that window of tolerance when they're okay. feeling anxious, so when it's my not the healthy type of anxiousness?
2: <laughs> right. So my favorite, even if it's like, just, even if it's just a day where you're driving and you're like, oh, and you're getting every red light. I mean, you know, things that just take us like, make our day super stressful, super anxious. Um, I use it, I call it the donut. And so you have a little circle. And in that little circle, it's what, what I can control, right? Mm-hmm. And then the big circle on the outside is what I can't. And what I love about the circle when I'm dealing with people who, you know, because I see everybody, but if you're a Christian, you should understand that our little circle Should be little because with God, there's not a lot we can control, but we know we can can, control it all with Him, right? So even if we can't, we know He can. Is a better way of putting it. So in that little circle, what can I control? That looks like what? What can I control? Well, I can control my attitude. I can Mm -hmm. control my words. I can control how I'm responding. But the things I can't control is the red lights. The traffic, the people honking horns—like I can't control any of that. But this is what I can control. You know, if I'm in a bad relationship, what can I can c- control? Being safe, um, going to therapy, and getting the help that I need to 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 make the, the decisions. But these the things I can't control, right? Would be whatever that is that you can't control in that relationship with that person you can't control that person you can't control their thoughts so many times we get stuck in trying to control what other people are thinking and feeling but we can't control that like what you think about me that's your business what mm-hmm. i i have to only worry about what i think about myself i can't think about all of this other stuff right and but then that- I, go ahead
0: Just a side note there, because I think that was very important. Um, I'm heavy on relationships, so when I talk to my friends, are like, "Oh my gosh, he broke up with me!" I'll be like, "So what? (laughs) You like, there's somebody else. (laughs) Um, Someone's better." But you know, I think you said something important about when it comes to abusive relationships or. Um, relationships to where women sometimes feel stuck a lot of the time Mm -hmm. um, of feeling like they can't escape a relationship or they're not going to be able to be a whole person outside of this individual. So they're Mm -hmm. totally engulfed or consumed by an individual. And I thought it was really important when you said like, what can you control? You can control your safety. Mm -hmm. Um, You can control getting help. So yes. you are able to gain um, the the knowledge and understanding of who you are and your identity mm-hmm. um, and also able to find your identity in Christ because then you won't be able to allow certain things in because you're confident in who you are in him mm-hmm, um so mm-hmm. I thought that was really good so I do like I'm about to be like the donut Mary what can you
2: control today and what can't you and, and I mean the thing is it's like such a simple thing it mm-hmm. sounds simple but it's so huge and in, mm-hmm. in helping you to just stay focused on what you can and can't control and like I said the smaller your circle the more you know that. The there's not a whole lot we can control. So we worry and stress about so many things that really we can't control, right? Mm -hmm. And and then the thing is, the other thing is, it's huge for me too, in my practice is boundaries. I think that we we get out of our window um, when we don't set good boundaries. And boundaries are internal. You don't have to walk around and tell everybody, that's my boundary, that's my boundary. Boundaries look like if I don't want to do something because it's not good for me, then I I have to feel confident enough to say, I can't do that right now. No is a sentence,
0: a whole one. Oh, it's my
2: favorite sentence. Sometimes okay. I'll be like, No, no. <laughs> is oh, a anyone has an explanation? Hmm. Right. Right. It's just no. I can't. Or no. No. And the reason why boundaries are important is because when we, um, when we don't have good boundaries, we go into relationships and our boundaries are blurred. And it doesn't just mean male-female relationships, it's friendships, it's um, in our community, it's parent-child relationships because our boundaries are blurred. We don't know who's who. Right. And what our role is mm-hmm. in the relationship, which can cause conflict later. So boundaries are knowing your boundaries are important. Um yeah. and then my other thing, and it's my last thing that I love, it can be you can use it for depression, you can use it for anxiety, you can use it when you're dealing with grief. You can just use it. It's the greatest therapeutic tool, and that's journaling. And people think like they gotta write a full no. It's not about writing an essay or getting a grade on it. It's just writing and, and processing what you're thinking and feeling and getting that out. Because when we, when we hold things in, it causes anger, it causes bitterness and yep. resentment. So when we write, not on Facebook, in your journal. Listen,
0: can you say that again? Say, wait, say that for the people in the bait, because I don't think they heard that one.
2: In the in your journal. Right, and I've been taking a step further. Mm-hmm. I journal my prayers. I've done that since my kids were little. I'm, I'm doing some self disclosing. I journal. Um, I I journal my prayers for my husband and his business. Whatever. I journal. I journal my prayers, and what that's allowed me to do on the days where I'm feeling like I'm done with everything, because we all have those days, right? That's and I'm beautiful. not. I'm not feeling like God is hearing me. Then I go back through my journals and I see all the prayers he answered. And I'm like, okay, there's the sovereignty, right? Mm-hmm. There is. And generally my prayers has grown my faith.
0: Yeah, that's good. And and he does, God does say, write, write it down and make it plain to him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and a lot of times we, I feel like sometimes preachers, like to just bullet point certain things and not really give an explanation behind them. But God tells us to write things down. He says yeah. us to speak to things too. Yes. So you can speak to whatever day you want to have. If you want to have a good day, you'd be like, you know what? Yesterday was trash, but listen, today is a new day, Lord. Mm-hmm. Make it great. Mm-hmm. Um, Or, you know, it's just being able to sit and write and be like, you know what, I am really going through it. And these are my emotions. These mm-hmm. are my feelings. And mm-hmm. you're laying them down. And you act it's, it's so therapeutic. It is mm-hmm. really is. Um, and I've started to do that a little bit on my end as well. Mm-hmm. Um, only because I feel like it's it's like my personal, it's like you're writing love letters to God mm-hmm. or you're mm-hmm. writing. Um, something to uh, a person that is is actually they can read it with you. I don't know. He can. It's yeah. like he can see it. And yeah. and when those certain things come into fruition and um they manifest in your life and like you said, you go back and you look at it and you're like, yo, what? Yeah.
2: For real. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. maybe I'm tripping. Yeah. today. And so here's I'm the thing: it's not. It it's, it, the other
2: thing is that when you go back and read it, sometimes you're like oh he didn't answer that for a reason right mm-hmm. so it's not always like oh this is like my book of you know yeah he answered everything no he didn't answer everything but then hopefully i can go back and read it and look at it and think about okay this is this wasn't supposed to be or Hey, it just didn't get answered. But I think the, the the purpose behind the the journaling and like it doesn't matter. I can't spell either. So if you can't spell, it's not a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. It's your personal thing. And it's so um, therapeutic to be able to just get it out. You know, I don't know how many times I wrote letters to people saying a whole lot of things that I want to say out. and then I just tear it up. Listen, I I feel better Mm -hmm. because I've gotten it out. So those I think are like three main things. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I think those are really good. Um, this has already been really good. We went way over the 15 minutes, but it's okay. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, it's good. This is good conversation. People need to hear this, but we're going to come back. And I do I want to talk about this grief because mm-hmm. it's a lot, it's a lot for people mm-hmm. um, right now. And even we've dealt with it and with in our family as well Mm -hmm. as lately so i want to definitely um go to our first break you are listening to richie with vision the podcast with me mary
1: lee vance have an idea for a podcast but haven't put it into action are you new to podcasting and are overwhelmed with all the information out there Pods and Excellence is your one-stop shop for all of your podcasting needs. If you're just in the idea stage or struggling to decide what equipment to use to get started, Pods and Excellence is for you. Pods and Excellence is designed to help podcasters cultivate their podcast production, help secure high-profile guests on their show, and how to get in front of the right audience so you can grow exponentially. You need Pods in Excellence if you are struggling with growing your audience, having a hard time monetizing, running out of things to talk about, and just flat out lost with how podcasting works, then Pods in Excellence is for you. Join Pods in Excellence today and take your podcast to the next level. Go to maryleevance.com to get started today.
0: Tired of dating the wrong one? Do you keep asking God, where is my Boaz? Are you ready to marry the man of your dreams? Fleshly Date or Godly Mate is the book for you. It gives you insight on the difference of dating with or without God in the middle. And it prepares you for God's best. Always remember, you deserve God's best because you are God's best. You can purchase Fleshly Date or Godly Mate at maryleevance.com. Are you a business looking for ways to advertise your brand at an affordable rate? Do you want your brand in front of real people and a real audience? Do you need help with what to say and how to promote your message to the world? Whether you have a clothing brand or you're a makeup artist, a top tier food brand wanting to attract customers to your tasty food or any product or service, Virtue with Vision would love to partner with you. Virtue with Vision can help you with your script, setting up your commercial, and an ad spot on Virtue with Vision, the podcast. Let us help you take your brand to the next level. Send all inquiries to info at Again, that's info at to get started at an affordable rate today. Virtue with Vision is the fastest growing faith-based podcast that empowers, inspires and motivates your walk with Christ. Go subscribe to this podcast and go tell a friend. If you need a relatable podcast to listen to while you're going to work or cruising out on the town, Virtue with Vision the podcast is for you. We laugh, have fun, grow, and get a little bit more acquainted with God each time. Virtue with Vision, the podcast, is available on all media platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Subscribe today so you can check out all of my past and upcoming episodes. Go subscribe now. And always remember, you deserve God's best because you are God's best.